0: gentlemen and a happy new year to you 2020 is finally over and it can go fuck itself uh we're coming to you here with a little special uh, a partial episode of the witten whiskey cast uh, my name of course as always is marcusetti here with the co-host with the most dj Gagnon. hey uh And uh, we're just going to talk about some New Year's resolutions of the uh, W&W variety. And we're going to do a little mini review for you, sort of give you another little taste as we ease on in to season two. And I think maybe, just maybe, DJ might let slip what our first episode of season two is going to be at the end of this episode. I've been badgering him all week, so he might do it. Maybe, maybe. But first, what what'd you get for Christmas, buddy? Well, I'm actually glad you asked. I'm going to put a picture up on the Facebook page. If not tonight, uh, maybe tomorrow. Uh, I received not one, but two decanters. Oh, my God. I'm up to five now. And I received uh, glasses as well that match said decanters. Uh, I, I received a beautiful globe from our buddy Lou, which has some wonderful etched glasses of the world, which I'm drinking out of one of them now. So when you see the picture... Uh, Of our whiskey review that will go with this episode, you'll see that glass. And then my parents, uh, usually for Christmas, they get me one large gift. They splurged and they got me a matching decanter and four glass set, which they not only match in shape, they're all triangular, uh, but they're also etched, they're monogrammed. So they have a big R on them, and then they say Rossetti and they're they're very good. Co- the canter is very cool, but I am just in love with the glasses. I've been using the glass. I had soda in them today. I just want to use the glasses. They're just very super villainy. That's awesome. Uh, and then I got a stirrer, too. I, I enjoy monkeys. I collect monkeys. So I got a cocktail stirrer that is a uh, aluminum monkey on the end of it, which is kind of cool. So lots of alcohol, accoutrement, and a couple of bottles, too. I got a bottle of Dad's Hat. I got a bottle of Maker's Mark, so... Uh, I have a type yeah uh, what about you <laughs> what about you buddy uh,
1: well in classic uh, DJ tradition I got things that were Christmas oriented uh, so I um, I got some like uh, you know I get some warm clothes I got some um, Christmas books from Holly I got... Uh, some some cool strategy board games and and uh, I somebody did get me a local bourbon a New Hampshire bourbon that I'll be reviewing uh, come season two uh, so that'll be fun uh, but yeah it was it was good all around uh, my uh, my in-laws got me a set of scotch chocolates and like I ever since Christmas I've been doing like one a day and they have like a slider on the box that's like, you know, standard whiskey to like more intense, and it's you know uh, I don't remember what the far like normal side of it is, but the the intense whiskey is Lefroyg. Okay. So, yeah. So at, every day I've been trying a new chocolate, and it's been getting less and less whiskey that I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's been it's been fun. It's a good experiment. So yeah, it's been was an awesome Christmas. Uh, lots of little dead drops with, with family and stuff on porches and masked up six feet away. Hellos before heading back home. And, uh, it, it was hard this year, but we, we, you know, we had a full, uh, we, our, our tree was full of presents. So it was, it was nice. We had some
0: zoom calls with family and, and made the best of it. I love that you get Christmas gifts, literally Christmas gifts on Christmas. That is just so meta.
1: Yeah, a dear family member has been getting me uh, these like U.S. mint um, silver something or others that I don't really collect coins very much. So I don't know all the terminology, but they're they look like silver dollars, but they're they're all they all have
0: like really detailed color images from Nightmare Before Christmas on them. Oh, okay. I, I've seen a few of those, not not necessarily for Nightmare Before Christmas, but I've seen a few of those runs. Uh, they're pretty detailed.
1: Yeah, the, it's kind of insane. Uh, so I think they're called Proofs, maybe. I don't know. Uh, don't tweet me.
0: Um, so, uh, No, yeah. it's, it's still the holidays. Don't tweet them. Be yeah, nice. Yeah,
1: so uh, I, I think I'm like halfway through the collection right now, and it just looks really pretty. There's like a nice glass box to contain them all. So uh, that's been pretty awesome
0: partying like a Victorian. you got to have your tchotchkes on display. I do. Well, that's good. Uh, We're dropping this a little early because I'm going to be in exile for the next couple of days. Uh, The massive half-million-dollar renovations on the uh, wonderful Victorian mansion that I broadcast from uh, are completing on the outside, and then one of the final phases is they're actually going to rip out both of the bathrooms in the house, take them down to the studs, and then, you know, redo them all, which makes it a little difficult when you don't have a toilet or a shower or anything like that. So I am going to go back to my uh, young Italian boy roots, and I'm going to spend a prolonged amount of time with my grandmother. She's letting me crash over there. She's, she's far more excited than uh, I think anybody on the face of the earth should be about anything. Uh, but she, being a little old Italian woman, does not have the internet. <laughs> so we have to record tonight uh, to get this ready for the new year. Uh, DJ was able to accommodate me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> of uh, one one fun thing uh, when the contractors were going through the downstairs bathroom is not very far from the uh, summer kitchen studio here, and the uh, contractor looked in and he said, "That's a nice setup in there. Do you guys podcast?" And I said, "Well, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> uh, you know, do you have your phone on you? You know, do you have Spotify? I, I can hook you up." And then he was like, "You know, don't don't touch me." But hey, you know, he noticed the setup anyway, so we're we're getting somewhere. <laughs> nice. But all right, uh, let's get down to brass tacks here. Let's get down to the review. What are you drinking, good sir? Uh,
1: I thought I would try my hand again at scotch. Oh, so, I love this. This makes me happy already. So uh, I grabbed out of my tasting box. Uh, the the only one that didn't... I, my tasting box is getting pretty slim nowadays. Uh, so the only one that didn't sound like it was going to be um, a bog water... Uh, is this <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's this Tillabardine, I think is how it's pronounced Tillabardine uh, Oh,
0: I've had yeah, okay
1: It's a 500 cherry cask finish It's a single malt scotch uh, It is 86 proof uh, the, It's a Highland single malt scotch uh, and it it's really tasty uh, it, It's all the things that I like in a whiskey It's uh, you know, it's got the caramels. It's got those fruit notes. It's, it's a little bit, a little bit burnt. Like a, you know, not super smoky, but just a just a singe. Um, and, and it's got a lot of. Uh, it's got a little bit of that sherry backbone that I really like. It doesn't overpower it. Um, it, it kind of reminds me of that Breckenridge that I had early in season one a little bit of, you know, having that good sherry backbone. So it's good. I would drink this again. I, ha- I might get myself a, a whole bottle of it.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it the the few times that I had it. Um, it's it's pretty good. Uh, cask finished things are, are all the rage now. And in season two, I'll give you a little preview here. In season two, I'm going to be reviewing... Some cask finished coffee. What? So I ha- yes. I another Christmas present that I received uh, was actually from my godson. Wink. Well, he's three, but you know, hey, he, he knows how to shop. <laughs> uh, and there, it's th- uh, three pack of coffee. Uh, the beans are apparently roasted within the barrels of various types of liquor. So I have a single malt scotch coffee, which I've already opened and which just punches you in the face first thing in the morning. It's wonderful. There is a black rum coffee upstairs, which I'm waiting until I get a little Kahlua. I think I'm going to have a little fun with that one. Uh, But there is also a rye whiskey bottle, Kentucky rye whiskey barrel uh, coffee. And I'm not going to open that until we're in the middle of season two. So we're going to do a little hot drink review. We already had coffee versus tea, but now we're going to review coffee. Ooh, interesting. Uh, But for my review this week, I'm not dipping into the well, even though some people like to say it. I'm doing uh, what was my favorite uh, expensive drink, and I use expensive in air quotes here, when I was in college and didn't know any better. I am reviewing Gentleman Jack Daniels. Uh, so, this is sort of the middle jack. This was the, actually the high point of jack before they came out with single barrel. Uh, but you had jack, you have green jack Daniels, then you have regular jack Daniels, old number seven, then you have gentleman jack, and then of course you have single barrel. And then there's a few different variants of each one, but that's where they slot in. It's 80 proof, you know, nothing super fancy. It's 32 to $36, depending on where you get it, which is not expensive by any stretch, but compared to nineteen ninety-nine for a fifth of jack, it's a bit of a price point. Uh, and the main gimmick be- with it is it's double charcoal filtered. So they filter it the first time when it's uh, cast, when it's barreled, and then they filter it the second time when it's put into bottles. And so it's a little smoother. Uh, you'll often see it described as being a lot of flash and no substance because it's sort of a big burst of flavor, and then it just sort of trails off. And it's not a lot different than Jack. It's, there's less of an edge to it. There's a lot more smoke. There's a lot more char because you, you could taste the charcoal because it's run through twice. Uh, they tell me that it is actually much better for a Jack and Coke but I'm not much of a Jack and Coke man to begin with, number one. And number two, I can't justify mixing anything over $35. To me, that's just, you know, that's just a sin. Just put regular Jack in it. But they tell me that it's very, very good with Jack and Coke. Uh, so, you know, if, if you're not really a Jack Daniels fan, try it. it. It's It does taste like Jack, but it's better, if that makes any sense. And it doesn't really break the bank, you know, once you're not in college and actually have a paycheck coming in.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't heard anything bad about Gentleman Jack. I've heard it's kind of a, a good way to amp yourself up into the whiskey game.
0: Yeah, it's it's another one of those sort of entry-level premiums that we were talking about. It's not really, you know, a proper hipster whiskey, but at the same time, you know, you're out of the well, you're out of the three wise men, you're starting to make a little bit of a game for yourself.
1: Yeah, I like it. That, that's awesome. I, I am fully intending on trying Gentleman Jack at some point, I just haven't really gotten around to it.
0: It, it's one of my favorites. I like, you know, picking up. I don't drink it as much now that I've converted mostly to rise, but uh, especially around Christmas when they put the pints out, they don't, at least by me in Pen- here in Pennsylvania, they don't keep a lot of the pint bottles out uh, of Gentleman Jack. It's mostly fifths. But once the pints come out, I usually like to keep a pint in the house just, you know, to sip on. That's awesome so all right it is to new year uh, what are your resolutions of the spirited uh, variety interesting well
1: I mean in terms of the spirited variety I I want to get out and I want to get out of New Hampshire and find uh, find some liquor stores that aren't quite as locked down as the ones we have up here and and kind of get some variety into um, that the The what I can experience. I've I I shop quite frequently at New Hampshire liquor stores. I love New Hampshire liquor stores, but the pandemic has really put a kibosh on how easy it is to uh, get to you know Massachusetts liquor stores and kind of experience um, some smaller shops. Um, Before the pandemic, uh, a a couple of dear friends of mine introduced me to uh, a wine shop down at Mass where they do like whiskey and gin tastings. And I'd love to kind of get to some smaller shops that specialize in spirits uh, and kind of uh, figure out how the other the other side of the fence lives. Right. Uh, You know, I'm here in New Hampshire. We've got a state run liquor monopoly. You can only go to really one store to buy liquor. So I I want to figure out what it's like living on the other side uh, and get some more variety uh, in 2021. What about you?
0: Uh, well, I have two. Uh, number one, uh, hopefully when the pandemic ends, there is a local... Uh, they're a distillery, but they advertise themselves as a speakeasy. Uh, and while they mostly deal with uh, their own varieties of gin, they also do a bourbon. And I really want to get over there. I discovered them pretty late in... Well, late in the winter of 2019, uh, early in the winter of 2020. And by the time I discovered them, we are in full-on pandemic mode, and they have switched gears, and they are making hand sanitizer now, uh, which is wonderful and which is keeping them in business, and obviously there's a market for that. But hopefully in 2021, they can switch back to making booze, and I can go there and give you a full super local review, like local as in 15 minutes from my doorstep. Uh, but the other one, the one I'm a little bit more keen on uh, recently... Is I think in 2021, I'm going to attempt an infinity bottle. Ooh, what is that? Well, this is, now we're getting, you know, we were talking before about how you're not into hipster whiskey territory. This is hipster whiskey territory. Um, this is whiskey nerddom right here. I feel like I should push up my very thick glasses, which I do actually wear very thick glasses, but I feel like I should push them up when I say this. Basically, uh, It's what occurs, you you get a bottle, let's say you have uh, this bottle of Gentleman Jack. When I get down to maybe the last shot, shot and a half, I don't make a drink with it, I don't put it in my glass, I don't drink it. I either save it in that container or I pour it into another container. And then I let it sit. And then when my dad's hat gets down to a shot, shot and a half, I pour that into the container And then when my bottle of uh, Maker's Mark gets down to a shot, shot and a half, you pour that in, et cetera. You keep adding all your little bits to it. And then you keep a notebook and you mark down, you know, on January 1st, 2021, I put in Gentleman Jack. On January 17th, 2021, I put in Maker's Mark, et cetera. And you let it sit and you let it basically stew. I don't know another word for it. I'm sure there's a better word for it. Uh, and then you sample it. And the idea behind it is much like in the uh, Ricer days of when the first Fast and the Furious movies came out and there was a real heavy Uber import uh, tuning wave in this country. One of the first things they did was they would debadge all of their cars. And I never really understood this. Uh, I've been around cars all my life and I never really understood it. And so I asked a gentleman with a Ford Focus at the time why he did that. And he said, well, you know, because you customize it enough that it's no longer a Ford. It's, it's your very own. It's, you know, it's a Mark or it's a Daniel or it's a Fred. Okay, whatever. Uh, and it's basically the same thing for this bottle. Uh, you know, after a while, since it's all presumably whiskeys you like, they're all going to blend together and you are going to get a flavor that is uniquely your, your own. No infinity bottle uh, is the same. And it's called an infinity bottle because it it ideally never ends. You're supposed to keep adding to it and sampling it and adding to it and sampling it. Uh, I got the idea recently. I was asked about it when I was bragging about the decanters I got for Christmas to a friend. They said, oh, are you going to make an infinity bottle? And I said, maybe. What's an infinity bottle? And they laughed because they thought I knew exactly what they were talking about. They're like, you, you know, Mr. Grumpy Whiskey Pants doesn't know what an infinity bottle is. And so they explained it to me, and I went online and did some research. It's a very big thing, uh, even before the pandemic, but even more so after. You can go online. You could buy labels to put on the back of your decanters to mark the quantity and the time and everything of your whiskey. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, it could be really awesome, or it could suck. But I think it's something I might attempt uh, during the course of season two. The results probably wouldn't be ready until season three. But if I do it, you'll all be you know, along for the ride. That's amazing. I am I may try to do something like that.
1: Uh, I don't know what kind of... I have tons of containers. I don't drink right? whiskey nearly <laughs> as much as um, some other people. Uh, so I don't know if I'll have much of an infinity <laughs> bottle anytime soon.
0: But Well, you could... Do, I mean, I, I suppose, theoretically, you could do it with any type of liquor. I mean, I wouldn't go crossing the streams. But if you drink a lot of rum, you could do it with rum. If you drink a lot of gin, you could do it with gin. I wouldn't mix colors. That's probably not going to end well. No,
1: no. I Last time I mixed liquor, it was at your house, good sir.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't talk about that. No. Uh, but hey, you'll have a new toilet for next time. You'll have two new toilets for next time, actually. <laughs> it's good. So, yeah, I don't know. Infinity bottles, they seem kind of cool. I need to do a little bit more research, but it seems like something that I could do relatively easily. I think the hardest part will be my own self-control. You know, I mean, right now... I have probably two and a half to three shots of Basil Hayden left, you know, just enough for one good glass. But it's like, do I drink that glass or do I just, you know, have a shot of it and then start the infinity bottle with the Basil Hayden's? That's going to be the hardest part is going to be myself.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of our short little uh, teaser here. We wanted to give you, like Mark said, a taste of what's to come in season two. Um, pa (laughs) We, of course, want to thank Nuno Henry Silva for our intro and outro music. As always, we'll point you to his SoundCloud in our show notes. Give him some love. Yes, please do. And for those of you looking forward to season two, look forward to our first episode on adulthood and whiskey.
0: Yes, it's not going to be all about taxes and whatnot. It's going to be a fun little brick joke from our childhood fandoms and whiskeys. We're going to talk about things that we've learned to love only after... Uh, retiring on our own, you know, to adulthood. Mark, a brick joke isn't a brick joke if you have to explain it every time. Well, again, when we went through this, you know, off air, it did sound like pornography. So I, I don't want to get people's hopes up slash get us arrested. Okay,
1: fair. And uh, we are everywhere, of course. Uh, th- I'm going to shorten this up a little bit just to say we are at the Wit and Whiskey cast in a number of places. Try and find us. There's your challenge. And uh, Happy New Year. I can't believe it's already 2021. We've we've Woo. been doing this for, like, what, almost half a year now? Holy crap, Mark. Yeah, it, it's been about six months, I would say. I'm excited to see what 2021 brings. But until until we come back at you with a full episode, cheers. Salud.